You are listening to the Scars and Guitars podcast. My name is Andrew Mackay-Smith, and this is my conversation with a fella who goes by the name of Harry Foxton. He's a frontman of an excellent band from Perth called the Foxton Kings. Let's have a listen to what Harry has to say. Here we go. Andrew Mackay-Smith calling us things. <laughs> yeah, well, thanks, mate. Well, well, yeah, yeah. That actually answers a few questions, actually, because for the last two minutes I've been going through the band's socials and I can't find a reference to anybody except for on Google for somebody in the band called Harry. So there you go. Yeah. <laughs> well, Harry, Harry Foxton's like um, like an alter ego type sort of uh-huh. vibe, yeah. So, okay. Um, yeah, that's kind of how I run on stage. I turn into Harry. So it's, like, it's, it's kind of stuck. Okay, um, gotcha. So you're the band's front man, is that right? I am, yeah. Wonderful. Yeah. Okay, that's great. Yeah, wonderful. No, this look. I've been really getting into your stuff before we kick off. It's it's wonderful shit. I've got to tell you, it's um, look. Oh, I, thank you very much. Man. You know, a point that I'm going to make through the through the conversation. I'll let you know. I'm recording this for four triple Z and also for my podcast series. Is that cool? Uh yeah, totally. Yeah, wonderful. All, all the above, man. For just, sure. And the other thing is, just be yourself. I host an R-rated program, so just say whatever you want, however you want. It's all good. Okay. <laughs> you know, um, lovely. Yeah. But yeah, I think a lot of people are going to mistake you guys for a heavy band when you're really a blues band, in my my view. You know. So, but look, I'll I'll pause. Yeah. I'll pause that for a moment. So, look, if it's cool, mate, I'll kick things off. So, mate, welcome to the show. Um, Fox Kings have possibly the gnarliest groove of any Australian band treading the boards in 2018. There are some serious Alan Co- Albert Collins deep and nasty blues licking that I think a lot of people are going to mistake for a Black Sabbath influence. So before we start talking about the new release, Money Money, tell me about the band's philosophical br- approach to creating music. Oh, the band. Thank you. Firstly, um, thanks very much for having us, mate. I really appreciate it. Um, the band. Okay, so the band. Um, the band formed a few years ago. Um, we we have all kind of come from, or like me and the guitarist Cliff came from a um a heavy background. We we're playing in hardcore bands and and had that sort of like heavy approach. Cool. But um um as as a um as the front man as as the singer, um I had much more of a sort of a bluesy background, old school kind of vibe. Um, that I wanted to bring to the band, um, so maybe that's the two, the conflicting um, vibes, tones that you're you're, um, you're you're hearing. Maybe maybe that's what that is. Um, mm. Maybe it's yeah, just um, blues. It's just it's just some nice heavy Delta blues that I'm hearing that even Led Zeppelin would be proud to call their own. But I, I just think a lot of people, as soon as you start doing that that heavy blues thing, they go, "Oh, it's heavy metal," and it ain't. It's different. No, no, it's... definitely not heavy metal. No, yeah. I, I like to think of us still as just like rock and roll, man, like blues rock. You yes, know, like, totally. Yeah. I mean, there's different. There's, it's so everyone's so quick to sort of brand bands these days. Or you sound like this band, you sound like this band. But I, I think just what we're trying to do at the moment is just be honest with our songwriting. I think that sort of cuts through the most. It, it, when when you're honest to yourself. And um, to your songwriting, you don't put limitations on, on what you need to do. You know, you sort of you just kind of write it out and just it just happens. It's just a very natural thing. I've grown up listening to like like Johnny Cash and Roy Orbison and sort of like and, and recently nice. obviously C.W. Stone King and have all these mm. sort of blues influences on my on my singing. Um, but obviously, like um, you listen to bands like Led Zeppelin um, and even the, um, new band Rival Sons that are coming through at the moment. They're not sure. that new, but um, yeah, they're kicking it. And just like these massive bands that have like a blue streak within their sound, 
um, it's definitely not dead. You know, it's it's, it's a really cool um, a vibe. I think it's like a really electric kind of vibe. You know, um, that you can put like it has like a blues undertone, but like a very sort of like forthcoming um, sort of energetic vibe to it, which is um, which we show on our live show as well. Um, which is super. Yeah, I've seen the videos. Fun. That's solid. You know? Yeah. 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 No, I think that's where it comes to life. You know, live shows is where it's at and where it will always be um, for us. So, yeah. So, when I got the promo mm. from Lee, I, I responded to him pretty quickly and I said, mate, I have to chat to these guys here. So, yeah. uh, that's off the strength Lovely. of the killer cut Money Money, which I listened to. So, it was from that track there or that cut there that I know a lot of people won't have heard yet that I got into the rest of your music. But just. Just talking about money, money. So I've already spoken about the mm. blues, but something else. As a bass guitarist, and I'm a five-string bass guitarist primarily in 2018, I love great bass playing, and I've got to hand it to your guy up there. Yeah. He's really doing it. But then you too, mate, some really solid reverb effect vocal. So is that is that the template for the Foxton King's sound? Um, oh, yeah, I mean, originally, like I said, it was just guitar, and I, I play drums. Um, my whole life so like I would sort of be on the kit singing and kind of like being quite rhythm um, and and, um, you know sort of like I'd be singing a melody that would be quite rhythmic if you like um, with the guitar but ever since we got Dane who's the the five string slayer (laughs) as you'd say (laughs) um, he's excellent and we have um, got on board Alex who's our um, our drummer our percussionist he's just yeah. He's so great. He's, he's probably the best drummer I've ever I've ever worked with, and um, yeah, he, he's just he's unreal. So these boys definitely have their um, their input and their flavour and our sound, you know, which means like you know the four of us, you know, without our powers combined, type five. Um, <laughs> that's that, that's the sound that you're hearing, you know, and, I, and it's, everyone has a part. It's not just me. It's not just the guitarist. Not just the bassist. Not just the drummer. It's all of us that's the flavor you know like we all have a part to play in the sound i think um yeah so did you I do think, did, I, I know <laughs> did you do some of that i know steven tyler was a drummer in aerosmith before he became the front man yeah. have, you, have you done some of yeah. that steven tyler style hazing on joey kramer that have you done that to your drummer? Because I know Joey Kramer and his autobiography talked a lot about that actually how steven would just punish uh, him yeah, no, not at all. Um, uh, Alex, my drummer, he would just school me. He's he's a lot better than me as a, as a, as a drummer. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, totally. So um, I, I've got I've got some more ideas, but I'm a lot more sort of like like classic sort of rock and roll. Yeah. Um, he's a lot more ed- educated and, and um, yeah, he has a lot more sort of to bring to the table in various sort of fields um, than than I would. So I'd never sort of. Yeah, never go down that line, but we all appreciate each other's um, values and opinions in, in the band. You know, that's how that's how you write great songs. You know, there's no limitations. Um, you spring everything to the everything to the table, and just like even if you think it's going to be a crap idea, you still run it anyway because it might it might sound good. You know, it doesn't it might not sound good to the you know as an idea, but when you actually hear it and you hear it back through an instrument, um, that's when it can sound great. You know. Um, but regarding to the, um, the the vocal sat back, like you're saying, um, our um, our producer Andy Lawson from Debassa Studios here in, yeah. in Perth, mm-hmm. he um, I did talk to him about that um, about the sound I was sort of going for versus sort of you know what what I've done before, 
um, on previous sort of songs and, and now um, releases that we've done. And we kind of came together in the sense of like, yeah, keeping it old school in the sense of, um, uh, uh, what, would you, what would you call it? Um, keeping it sort of like honest, I guess. Sure. Is probably yeah. the word, to, to, to my, um, to my, my vocals and, my, and how I sing. But he, so he just put like a really, like a single delay on it, like that like Elvis or someone would use, you know, back in like the 50s and 60s. Um, it was just like a single slap relay, um, delay, sorry, um, that was happening, like a kind of like a spring effect on the, on the vocals. So when like the, the, the chorus would hit with the money, money, it would sound quite full once the band opened yeah, it up. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it's a great choice. Also in the verses, it has that kind of haunting kind of like, where's this going? You know, but it's sort of this kind of very raw still. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, I, when I heard it back, the first time when I heard, obviously when I when I put the vocals down and I went back in after tracking and I heard, man, he goes, how about this? And I was like, man, that's it. So there's a lot of that on our EP um, um, that will be coming out later this year, early next year. Um, there's a there's a lot of that sort of vibe, you know. The vocals sound very, um, yeah, very sort of. I, I use the word haunting. Haunting is probably not the best vibe, but yeah, that's kind of how it sits in my mind that comes through, you know, sort of That's fair enough. Leaves, you, leaves you guessing, you know. It's definitely got a blues vibe, but leaves you guessing um, where, where where the next turn's going to be. And I, I really, I love that in songwriting and, and um, music making. You said something profound a moment ago that I've got to ask you about, okay? So you said that you respect <laughs> the values that each band member brings. And as someone who's been in bands for the better part of 20 years, I know how hard it can be to respect the values mm. that each band member's band member does bring to a band how have you gone about understanding each other i think that's a um man understanding <laughs> understanding anyone in life is hard um <laughs> let alone understanding the members yeah you know like yeah. understanding the members in your band like it's not like trying to understand your wife you just you so <laughs> want to you're you're a, you're a married man as well i take it no, I'm not. Oh, you're I not. I, <laughs> you sound, I you're talking I, like a married man. That's yeah. for sure. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's why. That's where the Harry comes from. I'm an old man, mate. but um, yeah, no, no. And I mean, I, I think there needs to be a point where you almost you can. I think once you accept, you can never kind of understand someone fully. That's when you kind of you almost want to keep listening because you're never sure. You know, when you're certain of something, mm-hmm. you might sort of like just let it slip because you're sure it's going to happen a certain way. Um, when you when you're not when you're not certain, you might go, I'm, "You're you're forever all ears," if, if you like, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, if that, if that makes sense, um, it does complete sense. But yeah, yeah I, I like I like always listening because I, and I like always sort of learning. I mean, you can never learn too much, and um, yeah. You sound like an old soul, mate. That's what you sound like. Yeah, you sound like you've got a lot yeah. of insight. I, I try. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. but um. Yeah. Okay. And and yeah. when I was reading the the bio that Lee sent to me, okay, it talks mm. about money, money being based on a shady character from the band's past. So, can you talk about who that might be without referencing who exactly it is? Um, no, I can. I, I can kind of. Um, drop a line. It's just someone that um, was with like within the band, like sort of, you know. Sure. Um, yep. I think doing, musicians will understand what you're saying. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it just didn't really, you know, like 
the, the vibe that was put forward, sort of, you know, and, and the, um, yeah, the, I don't know how how we how we go about things in the band's quite sort of regimented, and we've got a goal, like an overall goal that we want to achieve. And when someone like enters the band to try to sort of like you know put their two cents yeah, in there wrestles, and try to wrestle control away from the rest of the band yeah members. you know yeah. um it's like a you know it's like a blunt cog in in, in your bike you know you, you just you're just not really going anywhere uh with it and and it was just sort of it had all these great ideas and all this sort of stuff but really was quite stagnant and, and wasn't going anywhere and it's one of those things once you remove it you really notice how much it was bringing you down. So I think that the whole money, money side of it was that hadn't had like a certain person had all these great sort of ideas and direction for the band that was going to be resulting in a lot of money, money, um, you know, that we're yeah. going to need or, or going to be making a lot of this sort of cash. And that's where I'm like, I elaborate sort of through, through, um, story but I elaborate within the song that like you don't really see it like a left hook swinging you don't see it you know until okay. it's last minute you know yeah. and there's a lot of little hidden messages in there that a lot of people could take in their own way as well and I like writing songs like that it's not just direct you know not direct someone stole me purse and I'm chasing after them it's, 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 it's twisted anyone can take it any way they like and I like writing songs like that um, that it's not, you know... It's vague. relatable. Yeah, people, but the common man relatable. can relate to what's going on in your lyrics. 100%. So um, that's kind of where it's at. I, I never like naming names because everyone has their own path to walk. But at the same time, I found it hit home enough to write a song about it. So and that's our first single off the EP. Um, well, it's a money, wonderful money. single. Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a song that inspired me to reach out to you, mate. So um, I really hope I it does the business for you. You know, so so on that, I know you've got to release uh, an EP that's coming out later on in the year with love, and you may have already answered the question in a way, but I'll be direct, mate. What can listeners expect from the EP with love? Um, they, can, <laughs> to be honest, they can expect like expect a lot more, um, a lot more sort of heavy riffs, awesome. um, a lot more hidden messages, um, yeah, a lot more sort of fuzzy tones, and, and there's a lot of quotes in some of the other songs. Um, still super like rocky, like very bluesy. Um, but just yeah, we, we've picked. We actually recorded more than what we decided to put on the EP. So the EP is the cream of the crop. Um, we I think it'll be about five tracks. It'll be a five track EP. Um, so you've actually had yeah. enough for an album, and you decided to release an EP from the sounds of things. Yeah, we we have. Yeah, well we yeah we're quite sort of um, <laughs> harsh on what we try to release. So we, we wrote a lot of songs, we recorded a few, um, and then we picked these five out of, out of the ones we recorded. So we really hope that the listeners, and it's quite um, versatile as well. They're, they're not all, they're, they're all very different, you know, all different flavours, um, like getting a pack of lifesavers. You, you just don't <laughs> know. You know. All the different flavours for you. But yeah. I think that's important, you know, as an up-and-coming band, you want to give everyone a taste of something different. You know, you don't, you don't want to eat, you know, like five spearmint ones. You know, you want to have all your different flavors amongst the bunch. So, and then, and then if everyone loves the cherry, then we'll write like, we'll write 10 cherry tracks for the album and then we'll go from there. But I think when you're trying to feel your way 
for for, for your audience. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's very important to as when well, I say we start now. We've been a band for years now, but we're mm-hmm. trying to still. Um, I think we really have found our sound where we're, we're where we're sitting now. We're, we're very confident in um, we're on the right track. You know, like we've been getting lovely feedback from a lot of different people um, that <laughs> that aren't our, just our family. You know, which is, which is great. <laughs> But um, no, well, you know, you hear from your mum and your nan. Yeah, so I'm speaking from my point of view. But yeah, you know, it's, it's great, son. You know, it's lovely. But um, when other people like yourself and other radio stations and and other bands is a huge one for me when they just reach out randomly and go, "Man, like, I heard your track. It's wicked." Um, it, it's a it's a silent it's a silent little pat in the pat in the back for me. So, um, yeah. Look, um, I I was no, thinking good, good things. Another thing I was thinking when I was lis- looking, I was listening to a lot of your music on on YouTube. Now, mm. looking at the visuals and and obviously yeah. hearing the band, okay, I was the one thing that came to mind. If you guys were North American, and I need to point out, most of my listenership on my podcast se- series do come from North America, so they're listening. Okay. If you guys Lovely. were North American, Hello. <laughs> hey guys, yeah. Oh, we we so wanted to 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 America. So if, there, if there's a band listening out, there was someone that. Could suss that out, yeah. Uh, we get that a lot, and um, and Canada as well. That would do quite like. But you do the business well, over there. That's my point. Get, you do yeah, so we could, well. Um, we could get some traction because the whole the, the the hard blues rock, you know, it does really cool over there. And that's what, one of our biggest, or one of my biggest influences is Rival Sons, like I touched on. Now, obviously, the Black Keys and all that sort of blues rock um, for me, and Tyler Bryant and the Shakedown, like all these sort of bands, nice. you know, that yeah. I sort of look up to and I would love to play with one day, hopefully, um, is, is something that you keeps the fire burning. You know, you look up to these bands and they're the bands that looked up to other bands and, you know, it just keeps, it's just a circle, you know, you just mm. sort of keep that sort of rolling. And then, yeah, one day, man, one day, one day, but keep pushing. <laughs> Mate, I've got to be a bit self-indulgent here as a bass player and ask you about your bassist because he's doing a heck of a job, uh, not just on Money Money, but just on the videos that I've seen of the band. So tell me about him and how integral do you think the bass sound is to the Foxton Kings? The bass sound has been, well, lately, in the last year, the last year, Dane's um, really stepped forward um, in the in, in writing of the bass lines and that sort of thing. So we had a bit of a, um, a line-up change but been, we've been always been quite um, rhythmic with with the bass bass and drums. Obviously, the drums, like I said, touched on before, was, mm. has been my background. But um, yeah, it's it's always it's always kind of been there. But since Dane um, has joined, it's been very sort of like he's been forward with ideas that we've really taken on board, and we love the bloke. He's, he's a massive bloke. He's just an just a big big fucking friendly giant that just, you know, <laughs> just can just riff after yeah. riff. And he's just, yeah, he's, he's, a riff he's beast. an absolute lad. And we love him, yeah. And he's so, he's so, like, tight, you know. Like, he's just ridiculous. Like, because our rhythm section, um, they, they've both come from Whopper, which um, which is our performing arts, like, sort of oh, in, right. in, in yeah. purse. Um, like, kind of like NIDA. Um, or it is like NIDA, but for Sydney. Um, but yeah, and um, yeah, they both come from Whopper, and they're just you know they're, they're great. They're just absolutely great. And, and yeah, it's, it's a pleasure working with them, and um, we're very lucky. And our guitarist as well, um, Cliff, um, he, he loves it as well because different sort of 
um, members in the past that that they kind of haven't really. Oh, well, they've they've gelled, but um, I think Cliff's sort of put his his um sort of views forward that he loves playing with these boys as well. It's a lot easier for him to sort of riff along when there's a steady mm. rhythm section, you know, to, um to guide him. But um, Dane plays um all kinds of music. He plays anything from jazz to sort of our music. You can hear that. Sort of yeah, you can definitely hear. Yeah, he's yeah. he's very versatile, which is which is unbelievable as a bassist. You know, so, very, we're very lucky to have him. So I'll take a tangent. You said something earlier in the conversation that you have a hardcore, and I'm, I'm going to assume it's a hardcore punk and metal background. So can you tell us about that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So um, obviously not um, lyrically or vocally. I I didn't. I played drums. And, um, in the band called Stillwater Claims, it was a it was a heavy hardcore band. It was kind of post hardcore. We had some clean singing in the choruses and bridges and whatnot. But um, yeah, I I grew up um, I grew up listening to some you know that your Parkway Drive and um, oh or like those not like all those sort of like North Lane yeah gotcha band. Yeah. yeah North Lane yeah um, Yumi at Six like Census Fail kind of those punky sort of like hard rock sort of like hardcore bands. Um, yeah, and, and what's funny is our Crooked Tales album, we actually went over to Melbourne and recorded with um, Cal, Cal and um, Orr from Avalanche Studios, and he plays in a band called Dream on Dreamer, a Melbourne band, hardcore band. Yeah. And um, and I we, we did some shows with them when I was in my hardcore band and met him and like our first, um, Fox and King's first, um, EP, Crooked Tales, we end up going recording with him because he's a great, great dude. And um, yeah, and that kind of set us off on our way. And it's kind of always been, had a heavier sort of background, kind of like an overtone. But I think, I think what it is with, with the heavy music, it's the energy. And I'm sure you've been to heavy shows and it has that kind of like vibe where, you know, it's, everyone sort of engages straight away because there's that real sort of heavy bounciness. Yeah, it's a release. Like, yeah, it's typically... Yeah, it's a release. There's a bit of an angst and it's just yeah. everyone can, in some way, even if it's just someone stole your shopping trolley, like everyone has that little <laughs> bit of angst that they just want to release at times. And it has its point, you know, it has its, its value. I think every sort of genre of music has a value to, to someone at some point, you know, and... That's why I'm, I'd like to kind of cross blend the blues with that bouncy sort of angst, and that's probably where our sound comes out. Like I don't know if you heard our song "Mood Kite," but um, that's very bouncy and quite sort of like forward. Okay. Um, I'll in, check in it out. Tone. Yeah. Um, yeah, and it's kind of you know, and there's a massive big outro. It's pretty much like a breakdown. It's like a riff breakdown outro, and um, yeah, there's a, there's a lot of there's a lot of fun in that song. And it's so fun playing that vibe, you know, because nine times out of ten, you just, at, by the end of it, everyone's bobbing and just moving to it, you know, and it's just a great, great feeling as, as a musician, as, as a songwriter, to see people engaging, you know, with, with your music. Hmm. I think what you just said makes a lot of sense to me because, yeah, I was definitely picking up on a, I would never call it a metal vibe, but it's an intense vibe that the band has got, but it's mm. unabashed blues music, right? It's deep down, dirty and nasty blues in the best possible yeah. sense, I say that. But I think what you've just said makes a lot of sense to me as somebody who listens to a lot of heavy music, a lot of blues, a lot of funk, a lot of disco even, you know. 
Uh, I love disco music, by the way, because I'm a bass guitarist, obviously, so I get right into course, Brothers yeah. Johnson and a lot of that sort of stuff. But when you talk about you know those bands like North Lane and Parkway Drive and they're like, they're very intense outfits, let's face it. And it's that white-knuckle tension I can I think I can hear underneath the musicality that's going on. It feels like things are about to explode at any minute with your music, but they don't. You keep it all together. Yeah. <laughs> Right, my last mate. Yeah, yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah, no, nah, yeah, that's that's yeah. You said it very well. You said awesome. it very well. Yeah, that's, that's kind of how it feels. As though live, there's always that point. But I mean, live you can give a lot more as well. You know, which is great. Like I said before, our live shows where it's at. I, I think I think we our true colours of like seeing us live and just sort of sure. embracing the, yeah. the, 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 the energy, the electric feel, as MGMT said. But you know, I, I think it's. Yeah, it's, it's great. It's, it's a great thing to be um, a part of for me personally. It's a great thing that the boys are also enjoying at the moment. And I'm glad that you really enjoy our new single, Money Money, as well. Um, I do, mate. Another I love one, it. Another, one, yeah, another one to the list. <laughs> yeah. Well, mate, when are you... Good I mean, to hear, mate. I really appreciate it. Look, it's a cliche being a band from Perth asking you this question, but when are you coming over here, mate? I mean, I'm, I'm on the uh, I view between the Gold Coast and the Sunshine Coast, mate. But I assume okay. Brisbane is in the order is in order in terms of a live gig sometime soon. So, can we expect you over here soon? Um, I, w- I would like to say yes. Uh, we are planning to try to get over, um, like you know, to Melbourne, Brisbane, Sydney later this year. It just depends on on funds and the, and the traction we get with it. Yeah, sure. And um, I, w- I would love to get someone on board or or another band on board. I, I mean, I would. And I'm quite keen to do weekenders as well. You know, just sort of fly over and do a couple of shows and fly back. Um, but yeah, it's just it's just a finance thing and, and and getting on on the right shows with the right bands that sort of share the same sort of, um, yeah the vibe as, as we do but yeah I'm more we're more than happy to start traveling with it it's, it's been a couple of years in the works but um we, we've got some we've got some friends in in Melbourne that were pretty keen to play with us so that's that's on the car so we might be able to sneak up to Brizzy and um and link up I hope so I mean look if I can help out in any way I'm a big fan a massive supporter I mean uh, I've got some I wouldn't say deep contacts, but particularly on the Sunshine Coast, around venues around there at Soul Bar, um, David Dean, a local promoter on the Sunshine Coast, these sort of guys, Calandra RSL. Um, mate, if, if ever you're over here, please do hit me up because I'd love to try and link you up. And I know it's an extra airfare to come up here, but what you're doing is important, mate. And I think, you know, yeah. people need the release. You know what I'm saying? People need... You talked about yeah. the electric feel, the MGMT thing. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, People yeah, need yeah. to release. I've got a lot of brothers out there that need... Brothers and sisters that need to hear your music. And yeah, the way I to do it is live. And, I mean, it's just... It's, 100%. It's just one of those things, man. I mean, I'd love to see you up here is what I'm saying. Yeah, lovely. I would love to be there, man. We, we should... We, we'll make it happen. We'll make it happen. Throw a handshake on it. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Well, one of the, mate... Yeah. I'll make this my final question. How can people get in touch with you? So obviously you've got a Facebook page, but, mate, your music's very important as far as I'm concerned. How can people listen to that and how can people communicate with you? Okay, yeah, like, like, like you said, we have Facebook. Um, obviously we've got Instagram, um, Bandcamp, Spotify, that everyone can sort of listen. Um, we've got SoundCloud, um, iTunes. Um, yeah, I mean, if you can reach out through Facebook or Instagram, we're, we're quite social on those two platforms. 
um, uh, and we're, we're quite um, engaging with them as well. So, I mean, if you reach out, um, we've also got a, a, a website, um, email, there's everything. Everything's there sort of to reach out and we'll reply within the day. Um, we're pretty sort of savvy like that. We're, we're on to it hmm. because we want to sort of help out everyone as much as everyone wants to help us out. So um, we're always around. We're always willing to pick up the phone and have a chat as well or try to sort gigs out. We've got a couple of gigs coming out. Our single launch is on the 16th of June um, at the Rosemount 459. Okay. And then we've got a couple more shows after that. And then, like I said, um, we're trying to probably go East States maybe like in October. So um, that's a loose plan. And then and to release our EP off that. So, um, but yeah, like I said, um, Facebook, Instagram, um, we've also got, yeah, our website's just www.foxtonkings.com. Um, it's pretty straightforward. And yep. um, yeah, I mean, if you just punch Fox and Kings into Google, you, you find all the, all the platforms to, to reach us on. Um, and we, yeah, we'd love to sort of like see up with anyone and have yarns with anyone. I, even if I like, just, you know, I'd love to hear people's thoughts about the song and, and where to go from there. You know, I'm mm. like I said before, early, earlier in the chat, um, I just love feedback and talking to people and sort of hearing different ideas and, and no idea is like a bad idea, you know? So, so I'm open to anything, mate. Great to hear. Well, I encourage anybody listening to get right into it. It's it's universal music, this stuff here. Whether you're a, a rock fan, an urban music fan, a pop music fan, or what have you, there's something for everybody in the Foxton King sound. No two ways about it. So, mate, good luck with everything. I really hope to see you over here sometime soon. I'd love to catch up for a beer when you are over here. Oh, plenty, plenty of them to be had, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks very much for your time and having us, mate. And, um, yeah, all the best with the show, and um, I'll speak to you soon. No worries, mate. Thank you so much, eh? Appreciate it. All right. Thanks, buddy. Thanks, Bye-bye. Buddy. You are listening to the Scars and Guitars podcast. My name is Andrew Mackay-Smith, and that was my conversation with a fellow who goes by the name of Harry Foxton from Perth band The Foxton Kings. Thank you so much for listening.